0: Welcome to the Secudo Podcast. I hope you're having a great day. For everyone here, your first-time viewer, my name is Edward Pang, Marketing Manager for Secudo. And today, I'm joined with the Team Manager, Eric Liang.
1: Hello, nice to be here.
0: Before we start the podcast, we'd like to thank our platinum sponsors, Lexicon Digital, specialising in the delivery of software and maximising speed and value. They build web and mobile applications for big enterprises. Energy Matters, an award-winning Australian-owned company, believing in a zero-carbon future, they are large advocates of sustainable, affordable and greener energy solutions. With over 30,000 customers, they are helping Australians to go solar with the most affordable prices. Seaward Helicopters, based on the world- water's edge asa- adjacent to the SeaWorld theme park, SeaWorld Helicopters provide scenic flights, special charters and aerial work, and can tailor any type of aerial tour. And finally, Goodrat Tyres, who stock Australia's largest range of tyres and ensures the services are of the highest performance. The mission is to insist to meet on global demands in different markets, devoting to producing a variety of valuable tyres. Visit our website team-sacudo.com to find out more. So obviously, uh, some viewers don't, aren't really familiar with the F1 in Schools project elements. So Eric, could you tell us uh, what are your main tasks and duties as a team manager?
1: Yeah, of course. So, as a team manager, obviously, I manage the team. That's the ultimate foundation of being a team manager. But, however, there's a lot of different elements to being a team manager. One part is keeping healthy communication with all of my team members, making sure that um, ideas are transferred easily, and they are open-minded to new ideas from myself and also other team members. Another part is ensuring every, everyone is on track. Obviously, F1 in schools, it's one of the largest STEM competitions in the world. So there are definitely a lot of competition. And we are always striving our best to make sure everything is completed a high quality and on time. Yeah, so um,
0: obviously you're like, uh, involved in every way within the team. So um, can you give us, give us some insight on what you're working on right now?
1: Yeah, obviously, additional to managing the team, I should also help out with anyone that's struggling. So sometimes I will be helping Edward, obviously, with marketing or sponsorship, giving him some ideas. With Isaac, our CAD engineer, having some um, valuable data to analyse how Kai is performing. Evan, um, he'll often bounce ideas around about our logo about our portfolios all of the graphic designing elements and andreas these days i'm helping andreas to finish manufacturing our car so we're close to assembly and getting ready to send them off to nationals yeah
0: so uh with the competition coming very soon how are you finding the workload and how are you managing it
1: yeah obviously the workload is pretty huge there's often many different elements that you have to Get right and do it all on time. Now, I believe our electronic submission is about two or three weeks away. So, there is a sense of rush in the team to make sure that all of these electronic submissions are all completed by the due date. But I believe that we would still have a high quality maintaining the absolute perfection of our portfolios, etc. Now, about managing the workload. It's just about having a clear plan on what to do and how to do it. Obviously, you can't procrastinate for that long since we only have two weeks. So it is a fundamental element to make sure that you are doing things as fast as you can, but also at a high quality. Some of the strategies I would use is making sure that I plan my week out and making sure I have allocated time for not only my academic stuff for school work, but also my physical well-being, my mental well-being and also F1 in schools.
0: Yeah, so um, obviously you've touched on it a tiny bit, but uh, could you tell us what is the easiest and hardest part about your role in Sekudo?
1: Um, Sometimes the easiest part is just to sit back, relax and watch your team members work. As a team manager, I only help out sometimes when they only need me for some advice or some help. Um, Some of the hardest times would be trying to make sure everyone is on track because obviously we have a lot of project elements to submit from our um, enterprise portfolio, engineering portfolio to all of our interviews and our trade display that we'll be hopefully building this year. So there's a lot of stuff to keep up on and making sure that they're completed.
0: Yeah, well, that sounds great. So, dive into more specifics uh, before we start into the questions, actually. What was your reaction when we lost, like, 14 points in the state finals of Common Second?
1: Um, obviously, 14 points is not a large margin. I believe we could have made it up on many different elements, like if we just got a better score for our interviews, um, our portfolios, or maybe even our car, as we did gain three penalties at the end um, in total across our two cars and lost about eight points. So it could be easily recovered during national finals if we put an extra focus on our manufacturing. And I do believe that we could strive to complete all of our tasks and, better, and get a better score than our state finals. Yeah, well, hopefully, fingers crossed that happens.
0: Um, can you give us like a brief overview on our journey? Of course, you just touched on the state finals last year, but our journey to this year's national finals.
1: So, obviously, state finals, we brought in some new members. So, we obviously brought in Eddie, that was our first change. So, with the addition of Eddie, um, we were hoping for a better enterprise and designing element to our team to improve our efficiency in those areas. Obviously, Eddie brought in a key range of um, critical skills, like um, his debating and public speaking knowledge that really helped us in our state finals during our virtual interviews, and also his um, approachability and his um, just outgoing this with our sponsors as well so our state finals obviously we were really close um, racking up about eight hundred points and coming only fourteen coming only second fourteen points behind first so obviously I believe we can do better and we hopefully can do better now for national finals we also brought in andreas andreas was uh, team member in one of our other F1 in Schools teams at Trinity. Um, He was team manager for that team. So we believed he had the wide set of skills for being team manager and that he would also be able to help out um, in other areas. Also, we put him as manufacturing engineer as he had the most time in that other team um, doing all of the manufacturing work um, there. Yeah,
0: so uh, that's good to hear. So since we started our F1 in Schools journey, all of us, just after the first wave of COVID in March 2020, obviously this time will be our first time physically attending an F1 in Schools competition, which I'm sure that everyone is excited about. Um, Eric, as team manager, you would know, what are the main differences between a physical and virtual event?
1: So physical events are a lot different to virtual events. However, there are some similarities, virtual and physical events, we still need to submit our portfolios, trade display CAD, which is computer aided design, and other elements online. However, with the physical event, one big change is actually facing the judges and talking face to face with them. So that would be the case of improving your face to face conversation skills, making sure all of your public speaking skills are top-notch and that you don't panic under the pressure that judges give you. Another key change from virtual to physical events is that we would actually build a trade display. Now, this trade display is kind of like a marketing tool for our team where it gives everyone a brief overview about what we stand for and how we innovated our car and enterprise side to the best that it could be. So building that would be a physical challenge and a logistical challenge as we need to arrange some materials to build the actual trade display itself, making sure that all of the printing is right and there is a two hour build limit on that trade display as well.
0: Yeah, well um, obviously we're all excited for the new, hyphen new, uh, project elements so we'll see how it goes in the national finals. Uh, So Eric, being the team manager, it is very important to keep the team in check and making sure everything is completed. Uh, Were there any issues in our team in maintaining time management and ensuring everything is done by Nationals?
1: Now, I won't lie. Initially we got out to a roster, We were caught out with the um, holidays, obviously. um, We had our state finals ending in December and everyone came back for Term 1 in February at that time our national finals were set for the beginning of april we were caught behind in multiple different deadlines we weren't as efficient with our time management as we should have been and we were a bit behind however due to not as many teams as hoped that would be physically attending the um, national finals this year this eventually got postponed to the middle of may this gave us some extra time to sort out um all of the project elements and making sure that we had enough time um to finish all of these elements while completing them at a high quality
0: yeah so I'm um, obviously this podcast is to give you know reflect on our journey and give our followers and fans some insight into what's happening in our team so i guess let's dive into the nitty-gritty stuff you know so another key aspect is managing the team and managing the members of the team. So checking in on the progress and helping out if needed. So for this question, has anyone been particularly productive or slacking off?
1: Um, that is certainly an interesting question. Um, obviously, some of the people have more workload than others. One of the people then one of the people in our team that I feel like are very productive is Isaac. Obviously, he Agreed. has a lot of tasks on his hand from building our car using cad to building our tray display in cad um, he's done all of those um cab based analysis for our car as well he's continually to strive to find more pace out of our car so he's been extra productive during this national finals
0: yeah i would agree that isaac has been uh one of or the most uh, productive person uh, I'll be interviewing him in the following episode, so stay tuned to find out more. So uh, maybe could you give us maybe some members or maybe just give us an overview of who's been slacking off?
1: Um, I think slacking off, it's a very objective term because it is subject to one's standards and, you know, um, I don't think anyone has really been slacking off that much, I think... Um, we all try to do the things as quick as possible and some people have a different method in organising these things so I think throughout this f in school's journey I think we should help train these people to make sure that they are on top of everything that's um, needing to be completed and making sure that they are on top of their game in order... Um, for us to get a high result In our national finals
0: That's very well said And um, I think um, some of our fans Have been following our things uh, Our progress and everything that's happening uh, And what, um, what we're doing So obviously uh, one of our team members has left That being Charlie White Which was our former marketing uh, Not marketing, manufacturing engineer Um, Could you just tell us well And tell the viewers why he left And um, what was his reason
1: Yeah, obviously um As I said, we do need to train some of our members in time management. Um, Unfortunately for Charlie White, as much as he wanted to be in this competition, he had a lot going on. He had water polo, a competition in Queensland the week before, and then he had to depart for rowing during the week. So he decided in our best interest to step out and making sure that we got a replacement in Andreas to help us with manufacturing.
0: That's great. So, um, as our uh, podcast is coming to an end, we should find. I'm going to ask you a very serious question. Right? What are your goals this national finals for the team? What do you think we're going to come and Could you just give us some teams that you know could be potential competitors, potential rivals?
1: Um, about potential rivals, I think everyone has the ability to be a high achiever in this competition because, especially um in state finals in our 2020 campaign we saw a large jump from our state final score of a mediocre, mediocre of 570 to about 700 in national finals so if we would have done that in our 2020 campaign i believe any team would be able to do that in um, this year's campaign so some of the goals i would just um, i would say maintaining a good score so obviously um, our nationals um our state's finals results is now kind of a baseline so our baseline would be around 800 points and then depending on how hard our judges for national finals are that might be a bit lower but hopefully we'll be able to keep a um, quite a good position maybe a top 5 that would be a huge improvement from our 7th place in 2020 Nationals so we'll just have to wait and see yeah, I enough. believe in our team and I think um, it is very possible that we might come, you know, a podium
0: Yeah, and fingers crossed if everything goes to plan, maybe even first, don't you think?
1: Yes Well,
0: um, thank you Eric for coming in today, it's been a pleasure having you uh obviously if you want to find out more about eric you can check our website or you can tune in on the final episode of this podcast where every one of our team is gonna uh is gonna is gonna talk and just talk about what's gonna happen in the week prior to the competition so uh, thank you eric again and i'll see you later no thank worries. you for coming
1: thank you for having me